Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Hi, welcome to TFYLP episode 441. We are live today. What is it? August 2nd. Sure. Uh, I'm Lucas. Maybe. I am joined tonight by Christian. What up? Peter. Forever Destron. Phil. And Rob. Hi! <laughs> there, there you go. Let's so. talk about toys and cartoons. Woo. Yay! Those things always make me happy. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. Let's gripe like a bunch of old, bitter men. Right. That's all we have on the show right now. So we're talking about Motu, right? <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. One of my um, one of my coworkers, or yeah, coworkers has nothing to do with toys or whatever. He actually watched it. He's like, "Hey, that was pretty good." It's like, cool. You know, I'll get to, I... I'll get to it would have traded so much for these this Netflix Transformers trilogy to be anywhere close to what the new Motu was. Really? Oh, yeah. The new Motu's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it's so much better than this. Okay, I was kind of realizing, uh, you know, this isn't just going to be a talk about Kingdom. This is going to be a talk about the trilogy. You know, now that it's wrapped. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. It's over. You know, it'll be kind of a good time just to... I do feel that it's been pretty consistent from the beginning to the end. You know, for better or yeah. worse, the gripes we had at the beginning and we had at the middle... Same gripes. Have pretty much the same ones now. Um, I do think this was the best of the three. Yeah, I spoilers, jeez. We're, we're yeah. you know... We're supposed to bury the lead. You're supposed to say that like an hour in when no one's actually watching this. Hey, I haven't given my opinion. I just said it was the best of the three. That's like <laughs> Star Wars Episode Three was the best of the prequels. That doesn't necessarily mean it's good. Star Wars Episode Three is good. I mean, I think it's okay. <laughs> but, you know, that's it's better point. than Jedi, so. <laughs> what? Yeah. Which I'm Jedi? Return of the that, Jedi? Return I'm of the Jedi, that yeah. bumblebee now. Return of the Jedi is half good, half terrible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Attack of Revenge of the Sith is just all good. I had it to his face. Yub Sage nub. half terrible to his face. Yub nub, my bro. <laughs> you, you, you suck, yub Ewok, nub. You are terrible. You can yub I, my nubs all night long, you little piece of a shit. a murderous teddy bear. They kill stormtroopers and use their heads as drums. I'm with you. The best part was that you got to see some of them get killed. (laughs) Wow. I don't actually believe that. I don't like them very much, though. 
Anyway, we're talking about the third part of Transformers: War for Cybertron. All the third parts of various Star Wars trilogies, Transformers trilogy. So I just wonder with some of these shows, like, would it help if you didn't know any backstory? Like, I feel like that I I enjoy, um, like. Like, like while I was watching Kingdom, I kept thinking, man, if I didn't already know Transformers, I wouldn't appreciate any of this. Like the the bits I did like were because they were just kind of like fan wingy, you know, or it's like, oh, you know, that was pretty good in the vein of what came before, you know, like I, I feel it would have been completely. But sorry, I didn't mean to you interrupt. Feel you feel like that that was more the case for Kingdom than it was for the prior ones. I don't know if I feel that for the prime ones. I just definitely know I felt it for this one. Yeah, like, I mean, I would agree with that for Kingdom. Like, a lot of the Beast Wars characters had so little screen time or lines or anything that, like, it's hard to justify their existence. However, the Beast characters from Kingdom were way better than any of the new characters from Earthrise. You know? Yes. So, were there new characters in Earthrise? Double Dealer and... Oh, yeah. and some oh, quintesson non- yeah like the 14 seconds that he was on he's like i'm a mercenary bye yeah. and then he comes back oh and bye oh, skylinks existed kind of skylinks yeah is there to be oh, yeah i don't remember that at is all. there to not yeah. actually move because that'd be too expensive <laughs> yeah he did not move cool. yeah. no no you transforming know, for you you know this has been a problem since beast wars and i hate that it's still a problem today it's very obvious when they're like oh we didn't have time to model this animation, transforming animation for this character. And so they do it off screen. Or like Scorponok, they don't do it at all. You know, like they don't even have an alt mode or a voice in that matter. And apparently he's a drone now. Is it, well, okay, that actually might be a continuity point. Because in Earthrise, Scorponok called himself the last of the great Scorponoks. And in Kingdom, there's a <laughs> bunch of lesser Scorponoks. You crack the case. Did they refer to him as Scorponok in Kingdom, though? I don't no, know. No, he's just yeah. dude. Okay. He's just there. Yeah. Grunting, grunting dude. He grunted? Grumping, bumbling yeah, he, guard. He grunted a couple times. <laughs> you, know, Peter, you put way more thought into that than I think anyone else ever has. I mean, I figured that there was a bunch of Scorponoks just so that way Rick would have something else to troop build. <laughs> they could have, you know, when they talk about Unicron and 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 Galvatron and his legions or whatever they could have. Uh, I want to get to Galvatron in a minute, but while we're on non-transforming people, uh, Bumblebee RC still didn't transform. Ironhide and Ratchet yeah. still didn't transform. It's good, very good it's so obvious. Ooh, and, ooh, and like and and this is the same problem we had in Beast Wars too. That like they're on Earth, but there's like no other animals because they're not modeled. <laughs> right you know and it's yeah. and it's like i get it you know that's that's one of the costs of doing 3d animations versus uh you know hand-drawn but it just sticks out so bad it's like oh you don't have you don't have budget to make a bunch of these guys and rig them like i, I get you it know, but you know what did have a bunch of guys that were all rigged and was made by the same studio polygon unicron pacific, no pacific rim the black that was a Netflix thing from earlier in the year and made by the same studio. The animation's pretty similar, but it's just better. 
in a lot of ways. And Smoother. As, as we go through the evening, I'm going to be referring back to Pacific Rim the Black a lot. I'm, I wonder if I don't take a show like this as a hundred percent, like this exposes the talent and capability of everyone in every company involved. Like, because so much comes down to budget and I yeah. doubt Hasbro said you have the budget we give to Pacific Rim. I could be wrong though. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I still feel like the animation itself, I thought looked good. Like yeah, I, I liked the, animation the way good. everything looked like, or, you know, most of it looked, I, I thought most that they did a pretty good job, you know, with that stuff. But yeah, I a hundred percent agree about the lack of transformation is kind of annoying. See, here's my thing. I can, I can overlook the lack of transformation. If the characters in the story are interesting and they were not, AKA Lost Light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Are you but, saying Lost Light wasn't interesting? No, I'm saying the other. It was still oh. good. Even they never transform in it. Yeah. And Got it was, it. We didn't nobody cared. Like, that's your bad comparison? No, 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 no. It was the other way around. Sorry. Yeah. I mean ultimately but, everything's forgivable if you know the if the story's good. But well, I still present. felt like there was better character development in this one in Kingdom than there was in the prior shows a little bit yeah yeah i feel like the beast characters got more personality like i think the beast characters had the most personality in their voices aside from starscream from the original from the first two you know parts of the trilogy the beast characters actually had personality like you got a little bit of personality from dinobot definitely got personality from Rat Trap and, and Black Arachnia. Uh, you Air know, Razor was good, I thought. Yes, Air Razor, Air Razor also was very good. So so in terms of like characters that said something with a distinct, not just like physical voice, but with a character voice, the Beasts had that much. Even even Rhinox um, had his, much, his, much more of that. Two whole lines, but they were there. Yeah, <laughs> they existed. I see. Speaking of bad animation, did you guys see the part where he was typing on the keyboard, but they didn't want to show his hand, so you just saw the rhino knuckles? Yes. And like, literally, it was like this, where you just saw, like, the tops of his knuckles moving up and down, but not his fingers, so they wouldn't have to animate it. <laughs> hey, if it works. Yeah. Speaking of weird fingers, at the very end, when Alita's fingers are on Prime, oh. why are they, they look like they're spaghetti noodles. Like, what the hell happened? Like, I thought maybe she was going to be Chrome Dome, like, about to, you know, like, do the mnemonic thing, like, inject into his brain. Like, her, her hands got so long. It was really distracting. <laughs> Sorry. I know that was out of nowhere. <laughs> One of the right, complaints that the I had. That... Oh. oh, you go, Peter. Okay. One of the complaints I had for whatever the first series was called. And then again, in the second series, whatever it was called is the transformation sound. It's really like, you know, it's like one of those things that's stuck in your brain. And for the first two series, it's, it was nothing but going up, going up. Didn't matter which mode they were going into, whatever they were doing, always the going up transformation sound in this show. They finally did the going down transformation sound. And it was one time that I noticed, hang on, I got a cough. And so it's the down transformation sound when Black Arachne was going into robot mode. 
<laughs> so, they, so they finally used it, but they did it backward. And you I was like, that hey, close. Farts. No, somebody <sighs> else was going to alt mode off screen. That's what, and they were closer to the microphone. Totally. Just off camera. But like, if they had that sound bite, why didn't they use it more? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because throughout this whole project, there's a lack of care. That's the that I mean, everything that we're going to talk about comes down to that. There's a lack of care and polish for this thing. Before like, we go any further, together. Bleh. Before we go any further, there are people who were involved in the production of this that do sincerely care. And there were standouts, and Frank yeah, did a great job at Starscream, and that, and that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that I, mega, the Megatron yeah, Raptor. Yeah. We still, we still think he likes. Yeah. Like, I, I feel the reason that Frank works so well at Starscream and as Rat Trap is because he's a fan, and so he's like, these are he knows the characters, or a lot of other people, them. you know, it's oh. Here's voice acting job number 842 for today. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't mean they're not caring or trying to, but they don't know it. You know, they don't know that Ironhide shouldn't just be another guy that sounds like literally some uh, any other guy. It's like, no, they have characters. You know, the 80s show, everyone in it had characters. In Beast Wars, everyone had characters. So many of this entire trilogy are just people talking in a mic. That, that but how is that their so fault? The though? Actor? Like, it's not. It's not. It's, it's the voice, voice act or the director. It's fault. the voice director. Yeah, right. we don't have I mean, Sue Blue like, on this. They ISM. hire the actors. Like they could be the ones that yeah. say, "All right, you are this character. You're this character. Whatever." So, mm-hmm. well, it's like know. you know, you have the perfect voice. It well, not the perfect voice. You have a good voice for Tigatron, and you have a good voice for Dinobot, but they're playing opposite characters. They were switch so those miscast. dudes around. I mean, Tigatron right. had all of three lines, anyways. Like he's another one that, if you hadn't watched Beast Wars. He would mean nothing. You know, he's just, oh, there's a, he shows up, he jumps around a couple times, and he has three lines and sounds like a snake for some reason. They've got a tiger guy kind of, and a cheetah guy. Yeah. They've got all the kind of, kind of get a hint of a black arachnia tigertron relationship at the beginning, and then, nope, that that was that was it. Like, he, you mean he, Air he Razor? Her, black Air Razor. You get, you get an Air Razor and Tigertron relationship sort of hint at the beginning that he can communicate with her and seemingly the other, you know, Maximals cannot. And then, no, nah, that's, 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 that's it. We're done with that. I mean, there's a lot of that's it. We're done with that. I mean, yeah. I, to me, I feel like that this just felt like a huge commercial. Like the whole series felt like a huge right. commercial for the toys that were coming out. And if, the, like, if this they was a. That. If this was a, a thread or Facebook chat, if this is the point where I would link you to sell toys from TF Wiki. <laughs> you know, like it's always been to sell toys. That doesn't mean it can't be good, though. Except for Earthrise, where most of the Earthrise toys just weren't in the series. Oh, I've got I've got lots of things to discuss about that later on. So or now. should we should yeah, we go sure. through what, what a kingdom say? toy? Why is Rodimus a kingdom toy? I'm I sure mean, Hasbro has reasons, but but you've got studio series. I mean, they, again, it doesn't matter. I'll put them on my shelf where I want to put them. But it's just like, you know, the, the, there, there was this big thought that like certain characters looked a certain way. Like a lot of people said, why does Unicron 
look like? Why does Haslab Unicron look like this and not more closely to the move to the uh, 86 movie? Like, oh, well, this is how he's going to look in Kingdom. No, you just see faint claws and, and you know, his planet form, but you never see his, his robot mode. You know, so, so there was a lot of discussion of why did certain toys look like this? Oh, because that's how they're going to look like in the show. And then they're never in the show. I, the reason why that toys in kingdom, I think is the same reason that like, so I was listening to microcrassers earlier today from a, a week or two ago or whatever that reveal the shield tracks wasn't in generations, right? It's, we want to make these toys. We have this many slots per line or yeah. subline, and we need to fill them up. And it's like, well, we don't have room in studio series. We have some room in this wave of kingdom, so we're going to put it there. And you know what I mean? Like, it's, I, I get it. It's fine. Do, it's not the end of the world. It just but if you feels... were hoping to see those characters in the show, though, it, it can be a disappointment. Well, I mean, my son, like the internet. Sorry. My son was greatly disappointed the fossilizers weren't in the show. I mean, neither were the micromasters. You know, yeah. no micromasters, no battle masters, no modulators, no weaponizer except Cog. No, Cog was in there, yeah. yeah. Except Cog. And we'll get to Cog because I need to talk about Cog because we can't talk about the show without Christian talking about Cog. So you got a statue. Do we want to go through like all the voices real quick first? No. Like get that don't. out of the way. Well, like I mean, they're all bad except Frank. N- that I thought isn't Black Arachnia was good too. Black yeah, Arachnia was good. Black Arachnia was good. I like most of the Beast ones. Beast Wars Megatron was awful. So like I don't think he's was bad. It's just why is that Beast Wars Megatron? Okay, you know, that's I, that's a better point. That's, yeah, that's like I don't want to insult the actor there, right? Like he's just completely miscast. It's, it's not. It's the wrong character. Tigatron yeah. was miscast. Dinobot miscast. You know, Ironhide miscast for his two lines. Um, Ratchet miscast. Wheeljack was okay. Wheeljack was okay. Yeah. Uh, Bumblebee was good. Bumblebee I, was I've liked good. Bumblebee the whole time. I mean, he's fine. He, he sounds like a Bumblebee to me. Cheater was fine, but fine. it was just no character there. He was a nobody. Yeah. He was. Um, primal. Primal was. Primal was so like bad. They were doing... The Rod version of Primal, though. It which sounded I don't like, mind. I don't know. I thought Primal was bad, and I thought Prime was still bad. And I don't know how much of that is that actor versus that the actor. direction or, or both. It's he, that he actor. And, and it's, I guess it's both. Because they keep doing the, the – it takes seven years to say a sentence. Like, stop doing that. Like I was, you gotta pad the 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 link out there, Christian. That said, I I want to get to the actor for Optimus is Jake Fauci, and he does it in Cyberverse, I think too, and he's like doing an okay Peter Cullen impression, but I think he did better, or did I accepted much. him better as Nemesis Prime. That character didn't have a lot of lines, but when he did speak, I thought that voice suited him more than it did like an Optimus character. He did better as Optimus on Cyberverse when he wasn't yes. like doing these like really draw just so angsty. Shut the. Cyberverse. You don't have to shut up. Just spit it out. <laughs> but he, 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 he today, Junior. Yeah, he he gets so like angsty and ragey. He loses the Cullen, and then he's just Growl Man. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if that's him man. or if that's the direction because they're like, hey, this needs to last 28 minutes to 26 minutes. If you talk slower, we can do that. I'm sure that's part of it. I wonder just because it feels like something, though, that a voice director could clean up if they want. Right. Well, you can good. say, yo, 
speed this up and they're not because they didn't do it for all three right um like like megatron is a little slow but he's not that anywhere near that so i think megatron was actually decent I, megatron's been decent this whole time he yeah. was from the last prime wars thing too and he was like the only highlight of that so yeah he's, he's continued to do well for this series they should keep I him around just better in prime wars than here he seemed especially like earthrise i remember i noticed megatron being just so long Winded. He started off just as bad as Prime. I yeah, he got he's that better. has to be a direction yep. thing. Then, if, if we're looking into it like that, it's got to be a direction. Yeah, so, like, I think most of our voice complaints come less from the talent behind the mic and much more on the director, which like is something I've never thought about speaking, for my yeah. entire life. And it's like, man, every other cartoon I've watched doesn't have this problem of everyone is boring and sounds the same. Right. <laughs> you know? And it's like, oh, yeah. And look, again, there's a, you know, there's a couple which I think Prime and Primal personally being the worst. Um, you know, Soundwave is still bad just because of the bad. effect on him. He, he's almost unintelligible. Um, yeah. And then so many of them were pointless unless like, oh, hey, I remember that guy from Beast Wars. Cool. The end. Normally the we can say hit. that the Alita actress is pretty good, but the killed off that character off screen for off screen. no reason yeah. I'm, gonna talk about, I'm gonna talk about that too <laughs> i think that's part of the okay now we're done with this problem before we get off a uh, voice actors real quick are we sure the voice of primal wasn't cleveland from family guy because he totally says terrible just like cleveland multiple times it's in my he notes said, he said terrible oh. twice yeah <laughs> they're also from the future he said that it was in the trailer. And I was like, "They've got to re-record that before this thing comes out." Nope, they nope. shipped it. Like, I, I don't. I'm worried about like, you know, not to get too PC or anything here, right? But like, am I being ableist or something about somebody that has a lisp? I mean, I, I think I have a little bit of a lisp or something. I don't hear it when I talk, but I hear it when I, re- I hear myself back. That's why I don't listen to myself. Like, but it's unless your character has a lisp. I don't. I don't know. It's like, just probably, probably don't do that. Probably don't cast someone who has. Yeah, I don't think he's got an issue. I think it's just him, his, him doing that voice. It's just how it came yeah. out. It's yeah. weird. Either way, it's weird and it's it's bad and it's distracting. I yeah. think I think the big thing no. for both Beast Wars, Megs, and Primal was that they kind of changed their characters, and so the voices didn't match what we're used to because neither did the characters match what we're used to. And, and I think especially Beast Wars, Megs was Thanks. awful. He was like a petulant, like teenage little kid trying to please, like you know, his mentor, and it just was—it it was not the David Cage grandiose, uh, you know, character that we're used to. It was this this whiny little runt that that you know, okay, cool, you turn into a T Rex, that's pretty awesome. Uh, the rest of the time, I I just you know wish you didn't exist. See, I, I don't know. I actually didn't mind the character outside of like if you're not thinking that it's Beast Wars, you know, Megatron. I I kind of I, I thought it was somewhat of an interesting like story arc for me. Um I don't know. It like it was almost like the Tarn character in more than meets the eye a little bit. Yeah, but, but uh, Tarn is capable and confident, and this Beast right. Wars Megatron was a simpering fanboy who couldn't right. function without Daddy there to glorify yeah. and pat him on the head. And if we take that a bit further, this dude is supposed to be the leader of the Predacons. 
Yeah. How has he not been murdered by any other Predacon at this point? <laughs> a few times over. Yeah. Right. I, I do well, like Zaldron in the chat that said Primal is a war criminal. I'm like, they did allude to that. They did just pretty much say, like, you killed all these Predacons. And it's like, that Gary Chalk, I don't think, uh, murdered that many Predacons, like, in Cold War. Because there was only, like, uh, four. But, that's you know. true. That's true. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, that I, I don't. I don't know what they were thinking Sorry. with Beast Wars Megatron, and like, maybe that's a case to your point, Lucas, where like somebody who didn't have any baggage of the previous existence would be like, yeah. "Oh, he was cool," you know, whatever. Not realizing that he's just so far off the mark, and it, if it didn't also look so much like the original Beast Wars character, maybe I could have distanced from it. Like, like the Unicron trilogy stuff. There's a bunch of name reuses in there, right? But they're just. They're obviously just slapping on names, right? Like they have so little to do with like Cliff Jumper. <laughs> like he's some big huge thing. Dude. Yeah, it has nothing to do with it. But this was like obviously Beast Wars Megatron. Him trying to slip in a yes as a nod or whatever was just like oh don't God. dude, don't. Oh, don't what do are you it. doing? Just don't. Dude. Like I'm kinda mad. I hope he doesn't ever show up to a show because I'm gonna be a little mad at him, right? And to go um, back to your to sell toys point. Who's buying a fifty dollar toy of some sycophantic whimpering toady? Nobody. <laughs> they bought that Make for the cool. awesome David K version. Yeah. Like, I mean, to look, I think to I know Lucas's they can't point, get David K because he's in the union. They weren't hiring union dudes for this. And I yeah. get that, but like, don't change the characters if you don't need to change the characters. I know this is me being old. We're all old and griping about it apparently a kid's show maybe we'll see but like i don't dude. think so my kid I'm, did not enjoy it I'm i mean i think it's a TV show this guy just say and now jim kramer talks about how much he likes chipotle which if you watched <laughs> last week tonight that's yeah. that's, that's where david k is doing this this is this is david k now just exists in last week tonight because yep. this kingdom killed beast wars megatron i mean okay, I, I feel bad sometimes because I think it's a good idea for, you know, I mean, it's a brand about change, right? Like literally physically changing. So like you want to change some stuff up. I don't like, I think, you know, Peter Cullen needs to stop being prime sure. and, and needed to a while back. Like, let, let's, let's move on. You know, it's like, you don't have to have a, yeah, yeah, he did. Like, so you know who did a really good prime. Sorry. David K. That's well, where I, I was getting. That's literally what I was about to say. Is like it's okay to rethink the characters and to reinvent them a bit, which David K did for animated. But it's it's obviously a different prime. He's in a he's a completely different place, and they make it very clear. Where here it's just like, oh, there's Beast Wars Megatron. Oh, he's a simp. Literally, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, you know, and like we didn't get a time to grow into that because, you know, as some people were saying in our chat here, like it was, it's rushed. In some aspects, even though Prime takes an hour to say anything, I can't. Can you imagine being behind that guy at like Starbucks? My God, <laughs> so miserable. Oh, dude, you know how like every voice actor panel for BotCon for so long, they asked them to do the drive-through order. Imagine it with that dude on the panel. Mm-hmm. Like it would, it would take over like the next two panels before it would get out. But <laughs> it's a. Uh... I don't even remember what I was talking about anymore. Please don't David call K. that it being. But yeah, it's 
I, I, I don't know. There's, it just didn't work in this time. Maybe if we had a chance to see him be a character from, you know, the flashback scenes and to how he, but instead he's just like immediately like Megatron and bow down and, and everything. Like, it's like, how could you call yourself Megatron when you're this, sub, this like subservient, you, you know, you're just completely missing the point of your namesake. Um, and he had no character development at all. So. Speaking I mean, I of character development. Hard... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Luke. Oh, I, I was going to say, um, I, I just like wonder, you know, who this show is really for because of like the way that they handled it. Maybe they're trying to sprinkle in some stuff for, you know, the people have been fans forever that would go over the heads of new fans and whatnot. But like, that's what I think it's kind of weird is, is that like, there's a bunch of stuff where you feel like you'd be lost if you hadn't like seen the show, but then they change enough stuff, you know, that I, I think as a, you know, a longtime fan, you'd have a hard time with it. So I, I don't know who the show's like really for. I have a theory about that and, and I don't have a lot of modern comparisons. So, so I actually asked this in, in the, the text yesterday and I didn't really get a reply. To me, this felt like what some modern day anime that I've seen feel like, where it is overly angsty. It is over the top in terms of the consequences are so significant. And yet, like they try to make it feel so important and so significant, but they spend so much time trying to make everything feel so important, so significant that nothing feels important. And so that's where I'm thinking the audience is, is that they, because I think even Netflix might have even labeled this as an anime. Like, they did. That, yeah. They did. So they're, they're going after that anime audience that are used to things being so consequential and grandiose. And, and, and like that, it just had that vibe to me, which didn't mesh with the animation style and, and didn't mesh with, in general, a G1 kind of Transformers aesthetic. Or Beast Wars, for that matter. Yeah. Like, both G1 and Beast Wars had a lot of humor and levity to them, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, especially in the 80s, like, almost nothing was serious in the 80s, right? Until, it, like, the Transformers movie was pretty serious, but, uh, comparatively, but... Until they like, killed Optimus Prime. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they have a lot of humor, and I kind of, it made me wonder if as an older person, I prefer serial stories, right? But I think when I'm watching cartoons, it's not the case. Like, that's part of what I really liked about, uh, especially, like, the last two seasons of Beast Wars, is, you know, there's a, like, you know, it's it's a standard thing, right, where there's kind of more of a season arc, you know, like, there's somewhere they're going, right? But the episodes still have just, you know, kind of other events that are happening that, that are resolved within the episode, um, but that gives them a chance to breathe and gives them a chance to be lighthearted, and not everything has to be grim, dark, save the universe every single episode for all three seasons, you know, and, and we've mentioned that before about all of them. There's no humor in any of it. Rat trap got a little bit of humor in this one, but I think you would miss it if you didn't know who rat trap was and was looking for it because it's so brief. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, I don't know if it's a case of if we had a, an actual ongoing series, you know, that maybe we could have gotten some of that, but since I didn't, they had, you know, Oh, there's three seasons of, you know, 
overarching story arc that we're going to jam into six episodes. And and here's what we got. Yeah, but they didn't even carry through what they made. And I guess let's now start on stuff that's here and okay, now we're done with it. I think the most well, egregious example of that is going to be the Alita One and Jetfire Red Alert Chromia crew making an alliance with the remaining Decepticons on Cybertron. That looked like it was going to go someplace at the end of Earthrise, and then they're just they're just dead. They're just dead now. That felt a hundred percent like a time thing to me. They're like, we don't have time, you know, or a show, you know, another show to say, hey, here's what's going back on Cybertron. And since now it's like, yo, you're in time travel. Turns out they all died. They all killed each other because they ran out of energy. Stupid AllSpark Forest for like four episodes. I'm sure they could have cut one of those out and gone back to Cybertron. Nope. I mean, nope. Impossible. I think overall, like with this, is that, you know, we all complain. We're like, oh, where's our like G1 Transformers show or whatever? And so they're like, here, here's X amount of budget. Like, we can only do it for this amount of budget, whatever. And then they're really devoting the resources to the movie or to Cyberverse or, like, whatever it may be, rather than these shows. That excuse would have worked and did work for the Prime Wars trilogy. We are, we're six right. years into this mess now, and we're in the same exact point we were back then. Lackluster, poorly written, poorly developed show. Two cell toys that weren't in the show. And everyone's left, including kids. My kid did not enjoy this show. Everyone's left at the end feeling, fiddle-dee-dee. When's the next show? Will there be one? This thing premiered at number five on Netflix. Come on, guys. Do better. I will admit I fell asleep in a lot of these episodes (laughs) while I was watching them. And my son was watching with me. My son's six, about to turn seven. He would ask me questions. And there were times where it's like either A, I had fallen asleep and him asking me the question woke me up and I did not know the answer or B, I just didn't understand what was going on and still didn't know the answer. It's like, you know, Papa, what's that? I, I don't, I don't know. I did like, what, what are they doing now? Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I felt very lost. And again, you know, the, the show, like I, I admit I am a, an old man that falls asleep relatively easily, but, but I, it should not be in front of, a cartoon of like my favorite property, you know, that that's out there. I should not be dozing off, you know, during this, but, but it just did not hold my interest. And I just did not know what was going on so often. And I wasn't like flat out falling asleep for 20 minutes at a time. It'd be like dozing off for like five or 10 seconds. And then head would bob back up and I, I, you know, I, I, what's going on? What did I miss? And like, I don't know if I missed significant things or just again, things, there was so many things that there were so many MacGuffins and so many things that were consequential that nothing felt consequential. I just didn't care. And that's thematically the way the movies are typically handled. Chase the thing to find the thing to get to the thing so we can go to the thing so that the thing can resolve the big thing. And just you're zipping and zapping from one place to another. It's just as long as there's action, you won't notice that nothing works. It's like the, the most recent Star Wars trilogy. But at least, at least in terms of the movies, the action sequences were exciting enough to sometimes get you to, to feel like, okay, I can, I can stop caring. Like the Fast and the Furious franchise has gotten to the point where they've just said, 
we're going to make this thing so over the top that you just don't care because it's going to be so nonsensical and over the top that you just will stop caring about things having to make sense. This didn't make sense and it was slow and painful. Um, I'm going to break from the crowd a little bit. Like I got a bunch of gripes cause you've heard a bunch and I'm going to have a bunch more, but like, I, I think I enjoyed it. Like at, at the end of the day, I think I actually enjoyed kingdom. I did not enjoy the Lucas, first two. Him. Mute him, Lucas. Not talk anymore. <laughs> like the first two were, I mean, they were meh. Like overall, like I didn't think they were the worst things ever, right? They were just meh. Yeah. This one, I think I liked more than I disliked. It, you know, like I thought a lot of it was enjoyed, but I think it was just because the beasts were there, and I kept wanting more out of that and thinking it was going to happen. And like you know, anytime that like rat trap, I'm like, oh, is rat trap going to talk and do something rat trappy? And the answer was no, uh, <laughs> most of the time. But um, he's just going to be standing there. But uh, maybe that was why. I think um, I'm with you, but one tier down. Yeah, like yeah, let's, I thought let's be clear here. It's not bad, and I thought Kingdom was meh. Yeah, like to be clear, I'm not like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I still think the last really good show was animated. Um, and I thought and I thought Prime was okay. The beginning of Prime was pretty boring, but the last part I thought was I interesting. Um, to to your MacGuffin point, that was another one of my notes. Jesus Christ! Like I've I've long I'm not a writer, but MacGuffins are sometimes kind of a bit of a weak part of storytelling. I mean, sometimes they're good, and you only get some t- times like um the Tarantino movie where like it's literally a MacGuffin to be a MacGuffin, and it's pretty obvious it's a MacGuffin. Yeah, you know, like that's, you know, kind of leaning into it, like you know, it's tongue in cheek. But the honestly, the whole trilogy is all MacGuffin. There's very little plot that moves forward because of characters, which is bad. And maybe that's overall why we're just kind of like, eh. I, on this. I did love the part where Megatron tried to like actually collect all the MacGuffins together. It was like, <laughs> if only I get the golden disc and the Matrix and the. All spark, spark, spark in the uh, whatever something else in the dead universe with Black Arachnia's disc reading web thing that she made, and and Dinobot's ghost too, and, and then I'll have all the power. Wasn't like, there an episode of GI Joe where they there was they were chasing something that was literally called the MacGuffin device? I, I think there was in in the first full season. I gotta look it up. Oh, props to Hasbro for repping up the G.I. Joe movie over the weekend and, and, and like advertising it and putting it out there so that it fucking bombed. Thanks, guys. We're, we're, we're here with you. We support you. Thanks for supporting your crown jewel property. <laughs> so the. Uh, back to Transformers. Snake Eyes that they tried to pretend wasn't even a G.I. Joe movie because they're like, don't tell people that it'll make it worse. Um, but uh, I, this one is the culmination of a trilogy, right? And so all the MacGuffins that built up in the first two, yeah, yeah, air quotes on trilogy. Um, but they are, they shoved everything that was like in like from four or five other cartoon series and like two comic book series, like big sweeping things that are very important to those. And they just shoved them all into six episodes, you know, like what was it? Matrix, Allspark, um, Dead Gold. Universe, Unicron, Time Travel, um, Golden Disc, 
golden disc like my god stop it this isn't a blender like pick one and make it cool you know let it grow instead of like oh here's literally every throwback that the entire franchise has ever had like i'm surprised the underbase didn't show up maybe some cosmic rust is eating them all too while they're at it right um crimzik is there he's a unicron's minion Run it, run it. I mean, just scraplets, you know, cause while we're in the depth, it yeah. just pops out of, you know, the volcano. Hey guys. <laughs> 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 Goes back down. But that's always like my complaint about the movies, too, is, you know, they yeah. cram all this stuff and all these MacGuffins. And then the Bumblebee movie, they finally like did it right. And then they're going to just go back to doing huge spectacle MacGuffin chasing so I don't know. I, I actually enjoyed Kingdom. Um, I think the first couple episodes were a little bit tough and like it was kind of hard to follow. Like, is there setting up? But like the last one's like, I, I don't know. I actually enjoyed it. And it, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, I don't know. Any Transformers stuff I'm probably going to watch anyway. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the end. I thought it wasn't bad i i might actually kind of recommend it you know to to someone like don't watch the first two parts of the trilogy but you know this last <laughs> one wasn't bad so talking about the last couple episodes another thing that they were just like and this is over now arky showed up arky transformed he punched the nemesis which did not transform and then he was just like gone and then they had this whole big climactic thing at the end where the, the Autobots and the Predacons and the Maximals and the Decepticons are all together. They're going to fight against Galvatron and Nemesis Prime. And guess who's not there anymore? Arky. He's gone. Like, maybe get the giant dude who could help you. No. No, just leave him. My planet needs me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. Yeah, it. I don't know, that, that was kind of a, a bit of a waste in the same way that uh, Scorponok was a bit of a waste. They gave you know? him the character a little bit. They're like, oh. They even when, set him up in the first episode. They're like, they're like, oh, something's happening with Teletran. Oh, and they said it was like, oh, it's going to be big. I mean, it was like, big. I mean, it's just I was in the six episodes. They didn't have time that for it to this matter. moment, I would be needed. So I've spent all this time reconfiguring myself. One, how do you have sapience? I want to know. Uh, and two... Like, you could have told somebody, and three, like, this is it, this one moment, and it's over? Okay, and, and what I did guess. he do? He saved Megatron. That's what he did. That's what he did. Instead yeah. of just letting the bastard fall into lava, or whatever. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Great. Does anyone else job, feel Arky. like the last episode felt really out of place, and maybe if they didn't go back to Cybertron and fight? I didn't even know they had made it back to Cybertron. Yeah, yeah, it was Cybertron yeah. like in the winter. It was like Upper Peninsula <laughs> Cybertron. And I was like, oh, cool. We're finally going to see our friend. Oh, they're all dead now. We yeah. already talked about that. Speaking of people who are dead or not, um, three ships crashed to Earth. The Ark, the Nemesis, and the Quintesson thing piloted by Cog. Two of those ships survived. Where is the third one? No mention my of boy the third Cog. One. Cog is alive. I have no recollection of what you're talking about even remotely cog cool. saved everyone at the end of earth rise everyone. everyone and, and like good i was on the show when we discussed Earthrise. i literally remembered none of it i, I don't yeah. remember a, 
a fucking thing. Con, I just remember Con that they were going to Earth. Quintesson ship, it. and it was going down. And he was fighting off uh, Decius as they were crashing. I, Kong is already the, the best robot in disguise there has ever been in the history of Transformers. That's it. He is. <laughs> you will never convince me otherwise. And then they commemorated his awesomeness with a giant-ass statue at the end. Like, Cog is the best. He's the breakout star from Wait, was show. he the one on the other side of Ultra Magnus on that statue? No, it was him and Scrapface. Yeah, yeah, it was a reflector, assuming it was Scrapface, and then a Cog, yeah. It's oh. it's the, the models that were used the most got statues. <laughs> Here's our red shirts. It was it was weird. Like they're they're there, I guess probably. No, they're dead now. They died. He died. Like Alita and Jetfire and Scrapface. Okay, okay, we're dead now. But but to Phil's point, they did the the episodes one through five were whatever we're doing beastie stuff, and then it just like hard shift. Like Archie happened, and then hard shift. We're over here in in Escanaba and the Moonlight up there with the the whatever the hell is going on on Cybertron versus Galvatron and Nem- Nemesis Prime doing stuff. Were they trying to get away from Unicron or were they trying to prepare stuff for Unicron? I, they, I don't they know if they were with Unicron. him or against him. They didn't know Unicron existed. They didn't believe Starscream. They thought it was crazy. No, Galvatron no, no, was there. Oh, oh, oh I'm trying to Nemesis. Yeah, they were, they were flipping what, and flopping. What was their objective? Yeah. Like, I they were like trying to get the AllSpark as... to destroy Unicron. That's what they were going Okay, good. Yeah. I actually like that idea because, you know, we have Megatron turn to Galvatron. That's been a thing forever. But Prime turning into Nemesis Prime as a result of the same thing. I like that parallelism. And I like that they would eventually team up and try and take out Unicron. Like, I'm, I'm good with that as a story element. Yeah. Can I ask a question about that? Yeah. Did the Predacons, were the Predacons followers of Galvatron? No, they were followers of Megatron. Okay. Because they kept saying that, like, they alluded that, that the Maximals were following Nemesis. And that, they've, they've been fighting they were, Nemesis. They're fighting Nemesis. They were fighting Nemesis, but I also thought that, that they said that they were following Nemesis at one point. Like, at one Maybe. point they were, and again, I was, I, was, I was not always conscious during all this. I thought there were parts when Beast Wars Megs and Primal were fighting that Beast Wars Megs was like, you sided with with Nemesis, and then I guess they turned against Nemesis? Oh, no, that's because everyone at the beginning couple episodes was mistaking Optimus for Nemesis. No, uh, I think that he that's did why Primal originally. shouts it like over and over and over yeah. again while he's beating Optimus I, in I the first episode. I think Primal might episode. have... I think Primal Brain might damage. have sided with Nemesis at some point. They oh. kept alluding to that. I and that's why maybe. I was confused, because I thought that the Predacons were following Galvatron at some point. That's why they had the golden disc. And then, like, wait, if Galvatron and Nemesis are working together, why are Galvatron's forces fighting Nemesis' forces? But I could just have been unconscious and confused. No, you're doing that thing where you're trying to read too much into them trying to, like, make the plot ultra cool, but it doesn't work because it's either not explained or not uh, logical. In any way, because um, like when Starscream gets his revelation, he keeps talking about that's what he wants. He wants you to go back. And I, I don't know if he I thought at first he meant Unicron. And now I'm thinking maybe he meant Galvatron. But I don't know. He's like he set it all up to begin with. 
Why? That should be Unicron. Okay. I think it was Unicron. Yeah, it, it's that that's that puzzle box idea. We just just be vague and be like you know yeah. enigmatic about it, and everyone will be like, "Oh, I wonder what's happening next, and I wonder where this will go." And then Answer's it no. went nowhere. Yeah. Like if Unicron had set you know the Transformers up to always hate each other and fight each other, what what's the goal there? Well, I mean like, that I mean that goes back to the universe conflict from 2003, where the the cauldron and the hate and, and the that blah, makes blah, sense, blah. but they're not doing yeah. that. They they're not doing that, and they, if they would have just had a throwaway line to say that Unicron feeds off of hate, and so he's set all this up so that we oh. all fight, that would work. That'd be and something. It would, it would be weak, but it would be a nice through line where we just keep fighting there. no matter what, and and it exists, and it it helps to explain away all the freaking nonsense. But well, no, that would we work well because that's they win when they unify. Right. It, you know, which they, they do at the end. Yeah. Uh, also, one thing I actually do like is that they wrapped earth on episode five. I actually like that. Cause then they got back to Cybertron. It's like, it does that thing again. It's not unique where it's like the uh, penultimate episode and everything looks good until like the last 30 seconds. And you're like, Oh, there's going to be one last hiccup before this goes. And I, I kind of enjoy that. Cause that makes where the last episode isn't just a wedding episode. Right. Um, you know, like they get time to let it settle in a little bit that the main conflict is over. And then they, you know, they get to tie up the loose ends in theory, which here the loose ends was, oh, all those other characters were dead. Phew. Glad we glad we mentioned that. You know, um, we almost forgot, <laughs> but, you know, we got it. So it I, don't know, I liked that personally. It, it felt the Beast Wars characters became even less important at that point. Um, but, but, you know, they were only half important to begin with. So, I still need my three pack of generic hogs. The boy I, I mentioned, cog, that. green cog, and yellow cog. I mentioned that your idea. Is, your boy, boy is a good boy. You said that's it's a good idea. He's on board. So yeah. Oh, did you guys realize that Astro Train was on Earth the whole time? And he shrank. <laughs> like w- when they're capturing them, all of a sudden Astro Trains. Talk about that before. Astro Train's in the line going into it, and then he shows up on Cybertron, too, at the end. And it's just like, he was there literally in no parts where they fight. And wasn't he huge at the end of Earthrise? I thought yeah, he was. I, thought it, I don't think he was huge. I think he was just close to the camera against Omega. Like, he wasn't huge. It's just a weird yeah. perspective thing. But how was he then left back on Cybertron and Earthrise, and now he's on Earth in Kingdom? Well, that's just where you don't ask questions. Time yeah. travel, so, travel? universe. He's a clone. He's he's a big clone. That's space bus. Not Astrotrain. Is Astrotrain the Tom Cruise of Transformers, where he's like always up closer to the camera to make him look bigger than everybody else? <laughs> well, and you know what? The toy has the the lifts. So yeah. Oh my God, you're right. It does. Does Astrotrain also have a middle tooth? That's the question. Because if so, <laughs> Astro Cruise. I feel like that's who Scientologist doing it. He retires. Astro Train retires and becomes like a space cruise ship. As is like that's just what he does as his job. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys caught this, but when uh, you know in the last episode, Bumblebees and they you know they come upon I don't know whatever something was and. Like, who could have done this? Who could only you are as powerful to do that? And, you know, Prime's like, yeah, it had to be me. And then Nemesis shows up. That's his introduction, right? 
prime superpower is making trenches. Well, what? <laughs> yeah. What the what the fuck did I miss that? And no one else can dig a trench either. Like that's Optimus <laughs> Prime superpower is a that, fucking ditch digger. Yeah. What the? I, I do not I, I understand that. that. He just like carved out a chunk of the planet with the Matrix or something. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> it's just the dumbest line. Like, oh, look at this big ditch. Prime must have been here. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I it just. It was just the dumbest thing, and Ooh, it ju- it jumped at. <laughs> And like now it's forever gonna be in my personal canon that Prime is the ultimate ditch digger. Only him. <laughs> Only you can dig ditches, Prime. We have to the dig world this ditch. Needs ditch diggers. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I didn't um, like Bumblebee in that sequence though. I thought Bumblebee was good. I liked Bumblebee. Yeah. I liked yeah. the whole there's this matrix side, which is the spiritual bit, and there's that Alpha Trion thing. Oh, Which that's the military thing. The Alpha Trion protocols. Well, because they killed it, and the, they, they were like, it's the big deal, and they're like, no, it's gone now. Yeah. Is, we have eight other MacGuffins and things in here, plus time travel. They to get called back to it. I love like that B was there, and he, he kind of grew throughout the thing, and Optimus was like, you've got to leave the Autobots if I die, and he's like, okay, he can do it probably, but he's going to have his own story. It's going to be tough, but he didn't have to do it. And he was there to introduce some levity to Prime being crazy because Prime is crazy all the time. And yeah, good stuff. He had a voice the whole time. He did. That's unusual these days. Yep. Um, the... Go ahead. I've talked enough. Oh, the boy mentioned the Alpha Trion protocols when when they were that whole scene. He's like, hey, do you remember that? He turned around and he's like, hey, do you remember that? I was like, do I remember what? He's like, the Alpha Trion Protocols, where Alpha Trion's wishes came true and Bumblebee became the leader of the Autobots somehow if Prime dies. And I was like, no, I don't remember any of what's going on in this show. He's like, I, I don't know. He's like, okay, cool. And I went back to building the desk. I think that could have been a fun idea because it, it makes it so the Autobots aren't this you know, unilaterally optimist leads everything all the time organization, which I think is always better. Like an animated where, yeah, Magnus is in charge, but also there's the council that's very involved. And you have various primes that have their own things. Like it's an organization rather than like a dictatorship. Not that any of the optimists that are supreme commanders have ever been dictators. It's just <clears throat> there's organization. So are they elected? Uh... They were chosen by by MacGuffin. MacGuffin, Alpha Trion. Um. So anyway, like I said, I like that there were two two mystical things, but one was the the knowledge and one was the power, and then you can't you can't ever have them both. But I thought the Matrix was also the the receptacle of knowledge. I mean, I don't know if it is in this instance. No, the the Matrix is the knowledge, and the power one is the Alpha Trion protocols, and then they just kill them. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, dude, Siege was a long time ago. It was a year ago. Do you remember how excited we were when this was coming? We were like, man, it's finally going to no. be a show for us. We're going to like it. I was it's never not excited. not going to be Prime Wars. I was I worried better. that it was going to be Prime Wars. It was better than Prime it Wars. It was a little bit better than It was better than Prime Wars, Wars ultimately, so that's that's a success. But at the same time, it was still super lacking. If if you're if you're not hitting the tar- target demographic, you know, the, the seven-year-olds don't know what's going on. The 13-year-olds think this is freaking ridiculous. And the old men who love this series to death think it's dumb. But we watched it. But we all watched it, and it still came in fifth. Way to go, Transformers. 
Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. It's fit, like like you know, fifth for all Netflix, bad. fifth for kids. It's fifth. It was like fifth in premieres on Netflix over the weekend. But I don't know what demo they were aiming at. Whether it was you know anime only or just yeah. premieres for the weekend or. When what? I finally watched it, it told me it was number ten in kids. But I, I watched it. I didn't watch it till like Saturday or Sunday, like the first. Okay. Episode we've been like we binged it on Friday and it said number five in premieres or something like that. That was probably. Wow. That's probably better than Transformers usually does. <laughs> Not as well as He-Man. He-Man had Kevin Smith and Mark Hamill and, and a lot more controversy. And character and that's that's because of their fandom is even worse than ours somehow. Well, yeah, uh, but I, I just wonder on on some of that stuff is is like maybe that helps out a little bit because people are like, oh, I've got to watch it now, so I have an opinion uh, and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I saw friends of mine on Facebook like making random He-Man like questions and comments, and I was like, "Yeah, there's a, the new show and, and blah blah blah." And like, oh, okay, I guess I'll check it out. Like, no one that I know that's not a Transformers fan has commented at all about this this trilogy. Right? They're not going to. Um, no. <laughs> one thing that. Kingdom really showed me because like there was a couple times I got kind of excited watching this, um, like G one you know you know versus or with Beast Wars, holy crap that has so much potential. Yeah, that has so much chance there to be just super duper cool, and like when I saw them all fighting together, I I, I that still excites me. Like yeah, it wasn't well done, unfortunately, no. but like when Cheater faced off against ravage i was just like oh shit here it comes here it comes and then it, and then tiger trunk comes out of nowhere and it was over and i was like fuck but like that was for that moment there i was just like oh that's that's kick ass right too bad that cheater had no characterization even though he says big bot at one point that again that's just a nod to us but um <laughs> like exactly like that would have been so cool and just seeing the Decepticons versus the Maximals, I don't know. That was really cool. It just, it could have been so much more. And if you gave me, you know, a what, what is it, like 23-episode cartoon of those two trying to live on Earth and, like, fighting and battling it out, or, you know, maybe even 12, but, like, that's the thing, quit trying to do all this other bullshit. Like, I bet that that could be done super cool. You know, it just it wasn't watch, here. I want to watch a series of Black Arachnia and Starscream Yep. Trying to right? take a PTA. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, thought they worked well together. They're similar characters. That makes sense. But yeah, it's and never they, had an opportunity to happen before. It was well, they, worked, they worked that together in possession. That was episode what, 21 or whatever. True. That was Those were the two characters that linked up the first and last time they met. But yeah, so I don't know. G1 and Beast Wars together just... Maybe that's part of the reason that animated worked as well as it did too. Like, I mean, it wasn't exactly that, obviously, but you know, they that was also kind of like where they were like, okay, you know what? Our cartoons are not necessarily just vehicles, just beasts. You know, well, I, I guess Red did that too, technically. You know, so may, maybe that isn't. But then they went away for it for so long with Unicron trilogy. Um, Unicron trilogy had some beasts, didn't? Yeah, yeah, I could. Energon and Cybertron has them both. Yeah, dive bomb and cruel lock and uh, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel the same. Cybertron. 
Yeah. But yeah. Oh, Cheetah versus Ravage could have been so Catherine, good. I'm, I'm going to disagree with what she just said in the chat. Go for it, Lucas. Explain. Uh, I was going to say, oh Catherine's uh, doing a shot across the bow right here. She says, this trilogy is better than G1. This trilogy doesn't exist without G1. The franchise doesn't exist you, without you G1. You have to have watched G1 to understand half what's going on in the show. So, no. I don't yeah, know if stars. I 100% disagree with her. Like, if you didn't watch G1 as a kid, and you watched a G1 episode now, and you watch this trilogy now, this is this show has better animation. You know, it's, it's better better produced. But I think the one thing that's drastically different between the two that, that G1 had much better was better characters. They were simple. They were archetypes. They didn't have any character arcs to them because they didn't need the character arcs because they were just set characters that you know build spot x and whatever roster they were making for that episode when g1 was bad it's really bad like the yeah. animation is terrible the plot is nonsensical um but g1 has in carnage and c minor I can, I can understand what Soundwave's saying and the characters are more fun than anything that's going on in this you're but, right but g1 is memorable you can watch it today, and why does Seaspray have an episode dedicated to him falling in love with a human woman? I don't know, but I still remember that, right? She's a like, mermaid. Like, okay, you got me. Um, but uh, I just watched Earthrise, what, a year ago or whatever that was, and I've already forgotten every bit of it. Like, I I'll remember... I will, chunks of Kingdom. <laughs> I will remember maybe a, a scene or two from Kingdom. Right, like, you know, when it's all said and done. Um, you know, it's just, G1 was a very different era. You know, they made cartoons differently. This was three six-episode miniseries shoved together. But see, like, I she, mean, she, I, I think Transformers the movie was definitely better than this, which they will be discussing yeah. on Book Club on Sunday. So uh, if you want to come discuss that, uh, that's going to be at 8.30 Central on the discord because can't help I, but realize that transformers the movie is not a book <laughs> you know what hey they're branching out okay it's a book that's what Col- yeah um something else that'll stick with me from kingdom that i'll remember is when we were having the cool fight scene which you know again it it didn't deliver as near as much as it could have but i was still was happy for what we got Anybody versus Rhinox really cracked me up. Megatron fucking throws him. Yes. He just picks him up and throws him. And it was hilarious. And later on Cybertron, um, I think he I think it's Galvatron takes him and like flips him over and throws him again. And Rhinox is a big he's a rhino. And he's just getting yeah. tossed around like he's a paperweight. Like the best fighter the Maximals have. <laughs> nope. Traditionally, <laughs> not now, apparently. But I don't know. That was hilarious. I don't know, it just really cracked me up. You know, it, it, that felt like the the goofiness. Like, and they don't even draw attention to it, right? Like, I think they meant it to be serious. But it, again, it kind of reminded me a bit of that humor Beast Wars would have. Something like Waspinator, I was getting blown to bits, right? It's like, if this if this was a 20-episode show, every fight, Ronax will start getting tossed. <laughs> like, like a big paperweight. That'll be his shtick. Speaking of getting blown to bits, uh, Primal destroyed Thundercracker. And then Thundercracker shows up like three more times. And I'm like, they were he like so intent at that. 
He sliced him in half and he, he did exploded. not. I watched it. He sliced his wing off. I had no idea who he attacked. I was like, was that like a drone or something? I was like, what was that? Uh, I don't know. I think it was a Thundercracker. I mean, they were really intense on some generic looking dude being Skywarp back in Siege. And they're like, oh, Skywarp's dead. It's like, what was that Skywarp? He didn't really spend any time on that. And yeah, just now we're done with that. Primal murders Thundercracker and then. And then he shows back up. He's like, fine. He got better. (laughs) Just a That's when it's like, after that scene, like. Wait, Primal has these swords that can just cut through Transformers, and yet, you know, he can't he can't defeat Beast Wars Megatron. He just just slices legs off. I mean, Optimus Prime is the best ditch digger known to man, and the Nemesis was still a problem for him. You know, like, why didn't he just go out and just cut it across? There, there is just like such inconsistencies in so many levels, and like the power levels of these characters is definitely one of them. You see. Actually, they did it that way because that's how it is in G1. Okay. There. And I, I'm trying to figure out how is it that, like, they slice his wing off, whatever, and he's fine. But then, like, Dinobot, like, gets an arm cut off. and Or not even the whole arm. Just part of it. And then it's, you know. The and only reason. Skywarp got punched really hard, and that's how he died. Yeah. Right? Didn't Jetfire punch him hard or. It wasn't like he needs to die immediately, and then they're like, Skywarp, he's dead now. It's like, why is Skywarp dead now? I don't know. The only Plus reason... Cog, or the generic cogs get ripped apart every battle, and then they're fine later, I guess. The There's only reason more Dinobot just, died... They just have the cog factory in the back of the yard. Oh, jeez, I don't want to think about that. The, the only reason Dinobot died is because... It, spoiler, it happened in the original Beast Wars series. Supposed yeah. to die. Yeah. That, that's it. You know, like if it, it it didn't have any emotional weight, it didn't matter at all because it's such a they're in six episodes with 20 other characters and they just show up. You know, I mean, he, they kind of had kind of, you know, a neat storyline or whatever, but it just it still didn't. I don't know. If he I, I enjoyed what they were myself. trying to buy with them with that's the tagline for the entire fucking trilogy. They didn't earn what they were trying to sell. Yeah, that's fair. Ron, Ron brings up a good point of G1 versus uh, War for Cybertron that he could close his eyes and he would know who's talking in G1. And he can't say that for this new one. Yeah, uh, you know point. when Prime is because it's putting you to sleep. Yeah, it's, it's meditation. Eyes because he was just sending me into unconscious fits. We need uh, War for Cybertron Optimus Prime at ASMR to fall asleep. Just 24 hours of that. I will give the the writers this though. Not a single character in a single episode uttered the phrase this war. That's that was gone. They said it every other sentence in Siege and every sentence in Earthrise. Now it's gone and the show is better for it. No one says this war. They don't, and I'm happy. I couldn't be happier. I, I felt like you could, could be happier. Be way happier. Oh, you know what'll make you way happier? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. So, Air Razor saves Black Arachnia, and Black Arachnia gives it a little kiss on the cheek. Rule thirty-four. There's some good stuff coming up, guys. Rule oh, thirty-four. Sure. You're going to be way happier. Peter, do you oh, not know what Rule thirty-four is, or are you imagining what I'm talking about? <laughs> I can imagine what you're talking about. <laughs> 
Yeah, they just opened the door. I I'm honestly, I would be surprised if it didn't already exist. I mean, they've had what twenty five years to to draw that up. Someone, you know, it, yeah. It, 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 and any any two characters can be shipped at any point in time. You don't need an actual point in the story, an actual like storyline to to ship two characters. Shopping well, Mandarake or Jungle Shop or Yahoo is a wash with just you know because I, I look at listings from cheap to expensive and the cheapest things you can find on yahoo japan is just all the dojin uh hentai stuff shipping everyone so have fun with that i'm assuming that's what rule 34 is right it's if it exists there's porn of it okay that's that's rule 34 okay peter you exist and (laughs) we are on the internet hey oh so you're telling me there's something on Yahoo Japan of a, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Darth Vader. Oh no, I'm talking specifically Transformers. When you when oh. you search for Transformers and and just go all categories, search from cheapest to most expensive, all of the cheapest things. It's not accessories. It's not instruction booklets. Well, I got weekend plans. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's like, oh, I gotta go, guys. Have a good night. I'm signing off. I hope I turned off my webcam. <laughs> there's a Twitch streamer who didn't. There's, there's been more than just a it, Twitch streamer who didn't. Yeah, it was been very embarrassed. But multiple things. But uh, yeah, the guy who worked for CNN and, and what the uh, New York, uh, the New Yorker. Well, that's the end of my Transformer notes. That's everything I took. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really like, like the I thought toys. that this was. I, I thought overall that this was a high point of the series. It made me actually not like, you know, if they make another trilogy of this, I, I you know, I'll watch it. I was probably going to watch it anyway, but I'm actually somewhat excited. Oh, you know, that's Can we that's get into spoilers. Like we've been we had spoilers the whole time. Well, yeah, I know, but like the the really just nitty gritty final yes. scene. Oh my yeah, goodness, is jaw dropping, and I was I was just left aching for more. Unicron's gonna do something. He reformatted them. Yeah, so now and they the, could be anybody anyway. Oh, it's thrilling. Transformers Legacy Giltar. Hey, I'm down with with Giltar. That'd be cool. <laughs> for that toy for I don't know forty five thousand years. Um, so speaking of the ending, like there isn't anything else planned right now, right? Just typical writers. We know about. Okay. The, the the only the next Transformers media that we know about is Rise of the Beasts and some Cyberverse movies that we still don't have any more information on. They're coming to Netflix in a couple of weeks. All weeks all or months? months? I mean, I thought it was like no months then weeks. Okay. Yeah, it's in the fall times. Okay. Also, the BotBot show is still happening. BotBot show, yeah. Allegedly. Now that's exciting, right, Christian? If you That's very exciting. Show. I mean, if you think vaporware is exciting, sure. Sorry, Christian. I'm just, just telling how it is, brother. Murder you. I'm not the one making the decisions. I'm just the one keeping it real. I'm not, I don't, I don't, 
I have no opinion on it. I'm just saying that's how it is. Just like the rest of our fucking MicroMaster teams. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they're coming. Just, yes, they're coming. No, they're not. They're designed. Yeah. They're designed. Sure. No, the Bossman Show has a page on Netflix. You can get to it. Like, it's it's happening. Sure. It'll be on next year. So Botbox exists. So are there Rule Thirty Fours of Botbox? You know that donuts, DTF. Oh, <laughs> the donuts That's nasty. I did find out uh, recently that there are oversized KOs of BotBots, and I've got to figure out if that's a hole that I want to go down. Mm. Do it. <laughs> nice phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I immediately noticed it. Christian immediately noticed. No one else did. Oh, I did, but you were laughing, so I couldn't, I couldn't get a joke oh. in. <laughs> I had the, what I described to my wife as the log jam of comedy where you have like six jokes in your head all trying to vie for completion and none of them do. So you just sit there like, ha yeah. So can we do a log jamming joke? Because that's from Big Lebowski and it's a movie they watch. It's on in the yeah. background at, at Jackie Treehorn's house. That's right. Yeah. 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 Well, the is jerk that, store is that called one of them that he has you. A, a dream about later on then. Yes. Yeah, that's after Jackie Treehorn. They, they they knock him out or whatever, and he ends up in Malibu, yeah. stay out of my stay out of my beachfront community, deadbeat. It's been the head of the mud. What you guys are talking about? Oh. I don't either. The Big Lebowski. Um, you owe I it to yourself. What that is, but you owe it to yourself to watch it from beginning to end. It? Have no. you not seen it? So, you have I've seen it. Six hours. I don't remember. It. Crappy Netflix Transformers cartoons. Watch two hours of the Big Lebowski, and you will be you will feel much better about yourself. Okay. He won't. You should. We had a it, we had a, it's a class magic we had a magic cable box when I was a kid. My dad came home with it. It was just everything was on it. We can get to everything. And Big Lebowski was on one of the pay per view channels just nonstop for like three weeks. So I watched it over and over and over and over and over. There are a bunch of things. So we, anyway, yeah. So Yep. So back to the the show. I I don't want more transformer shows like this like i know they're trying to cliffhang and trying to make him come back and do stuff with unicron and no please don't don't do it anymore no get get rid of desanto get rid of the rooster teeth people get get rid of anyone who wrote this hire some real actors get let frank join the union so that he can get paid for real um on the other I hand, if, he, say, if, he, if Frank wasn't in the union, he wouldn't have been in the show, and we wouldn't have gotten to enjoy him. Yeah, I don't want to no, say hire real actors. If these were real actors, again, I think yeah. as we pointed out, it's just more the voice director that should be not allowed to work on Transformers again. Should be ashamed. There's someone needs to write the sternly word of the letter. Like I mentioned earlier, Pacific Rim: The Black. It's not perfect. It's not, but the Voice acting is good. The voice direction, I guess, is good because everybody has a different voice. And they they have their own characters. The writing is good. There's stakes that happen. There's humor that happens. And they it, they have a MacGuffin, but it's kind of like mysterious, and they don't give everything away before this season ends. It's a similar you know six episode deal. Transformers could and should have been something closer to that, and it wasn't. So there, there's talent there at Polygon. 
and I think they're an okay partner to continue using. You've got to get better writers. Probably that just means put some more budget into it. Because they probably I mean, I just, got the best-ish of who they could get with what they were willing to pay. I mean, I just probably think... Probably next to nothing. I just... I have to place it at Frank DeSanto. I know nothing about him. I don't know who he is, but it seems like, you know, kind of his show, right? Or his yes. trilogy. So I place most of that at, at him. Because I feel like at any point he could have said, Prime, speak the speak faster, Jesus Christ. Come on. This is terrible. Yeah, and he he wears a lot of scars. Although he quit wearing yeah. scars recently, so I don't know what that's about. I don't know. Maybe it, it maybe it got to be like 90 degrees in L.A. versus 80. Who knows? Yeah, so if if they if Hasbro does another show that they say you know hey is aimed at a you know a more mature audience, which just means you know it's not like you know the zero to the ten age or whatever Rescue Bots is, right? Um, you know, or Cyberverse. It's something a step up from that. They can so, say damn it. I, yeah, they can say damn it. Didn't they say shit in the first one? I think. Yeah. I thought there was a, a shit. They've, they've said, but some, yeah, some there's some things. big squares, right? Um, but if they oh, want yeah, to keep doing that. That's cool, um, but that doesn't mean it has to be forced grim dark, right? Because it's just it, it loses all the life of it, and that's kind of like my biggest takeaway from the trilogy is that there were a lot of chances to explore some cool stuff, and it was squandered because it had to be grim dark, grim dark slog fest, you know, trudging through a lot of it until they they got beasts in there. At which point, then it's like you have too many characters that you can't enjoy any of them, and and we we tried to enjoy a few of them, and I thought there were some moments. Rat Trap was fun moments. You know, when they actually did fight Beast Wars versus G1, those little bits were fun. Um, there just wasn't a lot of it. You know, and then, then the rest was back to the grim dark. Everything is way too important. Here's 800 Transformer concepts all shoved into, you know, just a, a couple of episodes. Um, and just, you know, suffered for it. That's, that's my final thoughts on it. See. See, would you rather see, though, like, you know, some of the things they're doing in the comics these days, like, you know, they're doing that new Wreckers that, you know, some people are upset about, um, and, or they're doing, like, Transformers with My Little Pony, and so, like, they're doing different things. I'm not necessarily saying that I agree that I want to see that, you know, necessarily, but, like, I would rather see some of those types of things than just retreading all the same thing and making it where it's like just a meh, like blah show that I never want to actually like go back and watch. Like I'd rather see them take new chances like the Bop Bot show. I'm more excited for that just because it's going to be something different, something new versus just regurgitating 35 years of stuff. I'm not yeah. reading any of the new comics personally. I like. I'm, I think I'm done with Transformer comics, but I mean, I'm kind of done with comics too, until they change it up again. Like I'm reading the Ninja Turtles, uh, the Last Ronin series, because you know that's like based on Peter and Lay or something they wrote like forever ago, or whatever. But like that's it. Like I'm, I'm not reading any comics. Period. I don't know. Yeah. How to read. <laughs> yeah, what would you, what would you want like, in a cartoon? Peter? Oh, I'm old, cranky old man. I, I, I really liked animated. I really, really like G1, including all the Japanese weirdo stuff. Um, and Beast Wars, of course, is just... Beast Wars, not Beast Machines, is just brilliant. Uh, this felt like... No offense to Christian, this this felt like 
the level of writing from Unicron Trilogy with with the level of animation from Cybertron, which I enjoyed. Um, but it, it's not great. It's not fun. Uh, and I don't I don't know what I want. I guess I should say I know what I don't want, and it's this. And that makes me sad because Transformers is my favorite thing. So if the toy line can't get away from retreading G1 over and over, does that mean it's impossible for us to get a show that isn't a retread? Can they take these that look just like their G1 counterparts in a lot of cases? You know, or, you know, the G1 version of Beast Wars, right? You know, like the original look there and give us something new with it. I mean, I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. Uh, I mean, a lot of it, it's it's got to be, you know, it's synchronicity. You have to have Hasbro on board with the, the toys doing whatever the toys are doing and, and the right production crew on board doing a cartoon based on those toys. We've seen where they've done a cartoon that is not matching what's going on with the toys or a toy line that's not going on with whatever is happening in media land. And if they'll both fall flat and then Hasbro will blame the, the non-talking hands, you know, like left hand's not talking to the right hand, for the reason for the whichever side is failing. So they did have some synchronicity here, but they didn't optimize it as best they could with Earthrise. Siege did a pretty good job. The toys that we saw, or the characters we saw on Siege on screen were the toys, for the most part, that we saw on store shelves. Earthrise was bungled completely, and this, and then Kingdom kind of fixed it. Because there is some, when you can find toys at, at retail, yeah. there are beast toys. There's no Inferno, there's no Trax, there's no, you know, whatever. That, that, no Cyclonus, no Rodimus. Fine. Um, no arc yet. He's, he's dropping, but he got 14 seconds of screen time. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there, there's some synchronicity there, but if if the if the storytelling can't get away with just like the same tired beats, and the toy line doesn't want to get away because we still are chasing those perfect versions of those characters. You know, this is the last tracks I'll ever need. Well, aside from you, aside from I bought you. Zero Kingdom toys. <laughs> So a lot of us are still chasing, oh, this is the last tracks I'm going to buy because this is better. That's the last Cyclonus I'm going to buy until they redeco him and, and paint his chin properly and put the pinks on him instead of the silvers because that one's colored wrong. The, um, those of y'all saying this is the last X I'm ever going to buy are just lying to yourselves. It's a, it's a trick. How many times do you trick. have to keep doing that to believe it's a trick. that? Yeah. yeah, we're talking about like, you know, they don't they can't make better animated toys the other day. You're wrong. They can. I don't know what it is, but when they do it, I'll be like, oh, wow, that is way better. I don't need it today. Like I'm very happy with the animated toys and I'm content, you know, to never get them again, but they can always do it better. Well, that, that's why studio series continues to sell out because it is the best version to date of X character. And the next time they do grind or brawl or brawler or, or flumpy, I don't know these characters names. They're, they're going to do a better version with ankle tilts now and, and fingers that go hoodly do instead of hoodly da. And you know, but she has a new hat. Exactly. New hat, Malibu Stacy. And uh G one. Well one thing I would say is is that um, you know, Catherine says like she feels like we're in a second golden age for the franchise. And I do agree and I think that part of the thing with this show, Hasbro doesn't necessarily really need this show. They're not putting all of their eggs in this show's basket. Like this is one show among many things. So it's like there's comics. There's the Cyberverse show and the movies coming out with that. There's a Bop show. There's a movie that's that's going to be the big thing that they're trying to, you know, really go towards and whatnot. And so, like, 
they don't like this is just like a thing to kind of bridge the gap to the next thing whereas i feel like like the voltron show that we all loved or she-ra and, and some of those types of things like like those properties like that's that's the one thing that you could really watch from that show that's the first voltron cartoon that's been out forever Uh-oh. there is no movie you know she-ra same, same i lost kind of thing. peter and lucas i can yeah. see you rob what oh we're back oh we're back i was gonna say you were i don't know it, it was on anyway, your end, Lucas. I was, I was monologuing, so, you know, hey. hey you were talking no, about how you're... other franchises only get one thing. Transformers keep stuff rolling. Yeah. But She-Ra and Voltron were good shows with good writing and good characters and good pacing and good development. They were fun to watch and fun to rewatch. This is not. I'm never going to watch this again. I'll never watch but, this but again. But what my, my point is... Unless I want to like... just watch the clip of Megatron throwing Rhinox. I, I might watch... That 10 seconds again <laughs> the, the, <laughs> but the point my point is is that voltron needed it to be a good show like transformers doesn't need this to be a good show because they've got the next movie coming right around the corner in you know a year from now whatever they've got another cart like i'm sure they're planning another cartoon and another thing and like whatever you know right this is a you know hey let's let's ship this you know thing like I, I feel like a lot of the stuff like and even like the Motu show and some of those, like they need to revitalize the brand, you know. G.I. Joe so we're had always to make a get... amazing movie in order to revitalize <laughs> the brand. So you're but... saying that because Transformers is so big, they never have to try anymore and we're always gonna get crappy subpar garbage in our media content for the rest of time because Hasbro's like, Hey, we gotcha. That pretty no. much, yeah. that's farts, man. That's no, stinky, drippy there farts. Are, there are suffering from success. Me, there are moments where Hasbro is making media just to sell the toys, and then there are times where Hasbro is making media that is also selling toys, but is also entertaining. You know, the 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 Unicron trilogy. I thought was garbage. It, it sold toys. It, it, it introduced new characters with no personality, or whatever. It was very similar to, to this, um, you know, from, from, from my perspective. But then after that, we got animated and animated was cool. Animated was guess what? Three letter word fun. And you know why animated was good? Because the people running it were transformer fans. Like they got the franchise, and not not only did they just know the franchise, like they liked, they knew what G one was, and they knew what Beast Wars was, and they took the best parts of both and made it a modern cartoon. You know that. Then you also have, um, to me, the most memorable components of the franchise since you know the the original, you know, let's say original two series, G one and Beast Wars. To me, the most memorable iterations of, of the Transformers franchise and most enjoyable, I guess I should say, Transformers animated, the more than meets the eye book, and um, I will say Cyberverse. And the three thing, the thing that all three of those have in common is that they are fun. Again, mm-hmm. I will say it. I know I'm I am I'm out on a ledge I mean, there saying that I'm I'm I with you with Cyberverse fun. is fun. Cyberverse is a lot of fun. A lot of people in the cast actually like Cyberverse. 
we tried to watch it together once and we got shut down by YouTube and that was the only time I've tried to watch it. So. I've tried to watch it like four times and it's awful. Sorry. Just just start with season two or even season three to that matter. Yeah. You shouldn't have to, but just just trust me. Um, can can you, uh, Transformers cartoon like could we ever do something as drastic as Beast Wars again? No. No. Like that that was such a different shift. Like I don't know where they would go or what that would be. I'm not that creative, right? But I would I mean, be very bots, interested. Bot bots is it? But that's like uh, would be about as far as you could go away from this war for tra- Cybertron stuff. <laughs> Rescue Bots has done Rescue Bots has done stuff in both iterations of Rescue Bots. You have Prime, but but then you know the rest of the characters are, are new. He's not the main guy. But, yeah, he's he's like yeah, he pops in every once in a while. Yeah, but yeah. like where the media is aimed at, like you know that teenage and up demographic, right? Where you know it's not pure kid like. In that vein, where the main toy line, you know, was, you know, so what would be aimed at, co- you know, the collector I demographic. Yeah, and I mean, I don't think so either. Ever get to the state cool. that GI Joe is in now, and like, like where where no new fans have been created for the last twenty years. And but no, the toys are selling out. I try something like that. The toys are selling out by scalpers and weirdos like us who are our age. They're just snapping them up. The Snake Eyes stuff, the Snake Eyes movie stuff, the five-inch semi-articulated figures are not selling. It, it's the the six-inch Legends, uh, Marvel yeah, Legends type ones, and the retro uh, retro ones are the ones that are selling. The the movie tie-in stuff, no one gives a crap because no kid cares about GI Joe. I mean, but yeah, I do they care as long as the Marvel Legends? Point. Are all selling yeah. out. I, and maybe I mean, they I could think try some sort of hail mary thing, but I hope we don't ever get there. To me, I feel like at the end of the day, Hasbro's a toy company trying to make media instead of a media company trying to make toys. So, like, I mean, that's, that's not really that... true anymore, though. They bought a media company to make media. I guess uh... they definitely don't see themselves that way. Is what like how successful they are. It's you know open for debate, but I think Hasbro does not consider themselves a toy company, like solely a toy company anymore. It hasn't for a while. You know, mixed success on that, right? But you know, they're what I mean. Are almost all companies like them just considering themselves IP companies, and it's all just how they handle their intellectual property. They're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Catherine said it's a second golden age or whatever. Like, I don't think that's the case anymore. Not that things aren't great right now for collectors, because they absolutely are. But ever since 2007, the brand has just been on a constant upward trajectory. You know, as much as we all hate the Bay movies, all of us also, I think, you know, we're like, that that changed our fandom forever. Like, you know, I listened to the 2000s episodes, and if you haven't, you should. Especially if you weren't there in the 2000s, or even if you were. It was a great time. It was a lot of fun to be there in that it was a great time to watch people who knew nothing about the property buy up Japanese figures, open them all up, and then sell them. <laughs> mm. Like, so you know, that was a fun time. There was a lot of great nostalgia in there for that. But it has just been up, 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 up since then. Everything just keeps getting better. And like, there's some lags as stuff gets, you know, readjusted and figured out, right? Like the classics, that six month line, right? That was just a filler line. And that started what is now dominates the primary transformer line, right? Just straight G1 throwbacks. And it took them a while to get to that. Um, 
but now you know there's getting Beast Wars in there, and I assume we'll get more Unicron trilogy throwbacks in there as well. You know, like someone else's G1, right? Um, but I don't know. I think it's a continued upward trajectory. At some point, I don't know if it's sustainable. It'll be interesting to see what comes after Legacy. It'll be interesting to see what comes after Rise of the Beast. And What's it'll Legacy? It'll be interesting to see. Not necessarily Legacy, Legacy but to, to me, Bumblebee was a weird point. The Bumblebee movie was a weird point for Transformers because you didn't get the sense that Hasbro had a lot of faith in Bumblebee. And then it, it did probably better than they expected to. Um, and so then they're like, oh, okay, you know, we got, we got a little something happening here. And so it'll be curious to see what happens with Rise of the Beasts. Uh, will it, will, how much backing will Hasbro put behind it? It seems like they're putting more backing behind it than they did behind Bumblebee um, in, in terms of some of the press that they've done already. And, and will that continue? Um, I saw on one website today that there's rumors that it's already being pushed back another six months. I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, how valid those rumors are. That's fine. Um, Although Bumblebee had that December release date, maybe they're capturing that again. Yeah, or, or maybe they're worried about, you know, Delta variant, you know, interrupting their filming schedules so and some more breathing room. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't you put know, much stock into that. There's so many movies that, like, oh no, they went back for six months of reshoots. And the movie was awesome, right? Yeah. And you're like, thank like God they went back. Almost every Marvel movie you know? has, has done reshoots. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it'll matter, or I don't think we can know until it's in front of us. Yeah. As long as it actually gets in front of us. But the, yeah, I, I saw the, the website where I saw this rumors on was saying, well, because of the the poor, you know, box office sales of Snake Eyes, and because of the poor reception of Kingdom, they're pushing back Rise of the Beasts, and like I. Doubt those things. I would doubt anything that would be related. That's yeah. not. Like, I would. I would say. I mean, they, they they know a Transformers movie is going to do better than a GI Joe movie. That's just yeah. fact. But I, I'm curious to see what this franchise will look like after that point, and what will the next media iteration be like and, and quite frankly i think you can kind of get away from g1 but but it has to be in the format of like a transformers prime or a transformers animated where you have optimus prime is one of the main characters and megatron is probably the villain and then you did you 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 branch off from there but that has to sort of be your starting point these days where you need bumblebee bumblebee prime or megatron have to be the main dudes. I've got an idea. Okay, so what if the next yeah, set right, starts out? Damn it! Optimus Prime and Megatron. It starts off and they're in a fi- final climactic battle, and they both seemingly die in the final battle, and then it skips forward like 15 years, and it's like, I don't know, RC or or, or Nautica or someone, and she's got to go find the MacGuffins. To, and she's got to go to she's got to go deep inside Cybertron and she's got to go deep into space and get the MacGuffins together. And she brings together a ragtag group of like Autobots and Decepticons to find the MacGuffins. And then they find like the Hall of the Primes and like Nova's there and Sentinel's there and Rodimus is there. It's so weird. And then then they go back to Iacon and then and Kevin Smith produces it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that they make if the MacGuffins are just a backdrop. Like Lost Light worked because of that, right? Like they had this big quest and they did eventually, you know, do their quest, right? But that was all just an excuse, right. you know, to do character driven stories. Mm-hmm. You know, um And it was perfect. Yeah, it was so great. So I, I would, would like just to see 
see that. A new Transformers show by Alex Hirsch from Gravity Falls. Oh, God. I just want to see a new show by Alex Hirsch in general. But is, you're, is it? you're right. But, a lot uh, of people love yeah, Gravity Falls. I don't know anything about it. My it's wife a, and daughter good, like it. It's a good mystery kind of show. No spoilers. So I, don't, I have no idea what it is, so I don't want to... I mean, it's a yeah, cartoon. It's, just, it's, just, it's mysterious. Tomorrow, There's down with some of your kids yeah, and do watch it on Disney+. Plus. Some of my it. kids? Like, I got 14 of them running around? He's just saying just pick I mean, one. Pick your ages. favorite. Pick my favorite. Pick your favorite one. Yeah. Where's the cat? Yeah, it's, it, there's there's always extra bits like there's Easter eggy things. There's bits to go out and outside and research. There's like side quests to solve, and it it's very audience involved. And it's the characters is good. The writing is good. The voice acting is excellent. It's what's all her wrapped up it? together. And I love what's her name. I think she's real Kristen funny. Shaw. Yeah, Kristen Shaw. Yeah, I really Kristen like Shaw her. I know her. Yeah. So Gravity Falls Transformers, please. That's what I want. There you go. What if it was Gravity Falls Bot Bots? Sure. Even better. <laughs> I thought you'd get all giddy. I'm surprised. I was disappointed in your like, somewhat muted reaction. Oh, that's what I was looking Yay, for. Yay, please! Is that better? Now, that would be, that'll be really good. I don't know who they've got writing Bot Bots. No one knows anything about Bot Bots at this point, but... Because uh, it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> you don't exist. Or should it? It's, it's from the team that brought you Combiner Wars. I just hope every bot bot speaks really slow with a gravelly voice. <laughs> I have to find that production company's office and just pick it outside. I'll be a one man protest. I'll, I'll be with you. I'm right there with you. Let's go. Let's go, Destron. Did you guys have any other final Sanders. thoughts on Beast? Yeah. No, we're uh, just Kingdom now, like yeah. old people. Yeah. Kingdom, watch it. I guess if you movie. feel like you need to watch it. Otherwise, like I, everything else, it's skippable. I look forward to the day where we have a transformer thing that my non-transformer friends shows interest in, and I can be like, yo, you should watch it. That hasn't happened since literally beast wars. I won't. I mean, I think I might've recommended animated to a couple of them, but you know, I don't think they went there, but like they I have a group of some friends that like, I kind of like started college era, but you know, they watched some of them watched Voltron. They watched Castlevania. Some of them, you know, like some of them are going to watch He-Man. You know, where you know, they're all around my age. They don't buy any toys. They're not into any of that. But they're. I had one of them ask me about when Transformers, the first thing came out. And that was just because uh, he's got, you know, a kid around, you know, 10 or so. It was like, hey. And I was like, I was like, yeah, your boy will probably like it. And go ahead. Show it, you know, show it to him. I was like, but it, it's not great. Don't feel like you need to watch it because you don't. You know, um, whereas like I thought Voltron was enjoyable. I didn't really like the anime bits, but like. Overall, I liked it, you know, um, and you know, I feel like anybody could enjoy that because of that. But maybe one day, one day, it'll happen. There will be some unifying thing, and we'll all be like, "Yay!" and and we'll feel good recommending it to people, and and it'll bring in new people, and it'll be a quality thing that they can be proud of that it is their G one. I feel bad for any kid that this is their G one. Like, this isn't I, any kids G1. This is just it's, eight, it's 18 episodes spread out. There's just a flash in the pan. You watch and you forget about it. There's no terrible sea spray episode that if nothing else, it's memorable. I feel like Cyberverse is more the G1. Yeah. Cyberverse is wonderful. Um, 
so well, well thank you guys for uh joining me tonight and uh thank you to everyone in the chat um thanks to uh uh zaldron catherine uh f uh v g b e three four two uh thanks to ron thanks to enots uh um uh, thank you let's see did i miss is destron you on a different account no oh so blue destron no. peter is there's, our destron i'm destron peter yeah there's another okay, destron there's a destron i guess apparently okay uh yeah so but yeah thanks guys um and uh, then also, don't forget, Book Club, uh, they will be discussing one of the best Transformers movies, which is the animated movie. Uh, one of? On Sunday night at 8.30 Central, um, as they talk about that. Uh, it's going one to be of? the actual 35th anniversary. Yeah, probably the best one. Probably? Jesus, Lucas, what are these weasel Lucas, words for obvious things? Also, don't forget our normal show, our, our spin-off show, Microcasters, on Thursday. On at Facebook. 9.30 Eastern. Who are you reviewing? On Facebook. I don't know what we're reviewing this week. Lucas, do you know? I have no idea. So, are we finally what? doing Sparkles? I think we're now we're all back, right? Because you're not on vacation anymore. Yeah. I'm not on vacation anymore. Do y'all, is there I some think... like MMC thing that some of y'all bought? That I can come talk about. <laughs> like, other than right. that, I can't think of it. <laughs> no. Target, I think it's Sparkles time. Five or six got... new Transformers to talk about. Or we could do those guys. Well, we'll, I we'll think, find uh, out. If you have suggestions, you let us know. I think we might be having a Natch My Wallet or Oof or something, I don't know, this week too. Uh, potentially. Hey, I don't me know if it's them. actually going to happen. I, I, I haven't gotten it out there and have it not happen. But, uh... I have like nine boxes from Japan that I haven't opened yet. I don't, I don't know what to show off. He's okay. Ooh. Lextron. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Anna said Galvatron. I, I don't have I don't anything. You could do Galvatron, I guess. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out, but we'll have, we'll have we a will show on Thursday night. And maybe on Wednesday. We'll see. So. And, oh, and cut the tape. Oh, I forgot to put up. <laughs> I just remembered Rick sent me a cut the tape this weekend. I forgot to put it up. Oops. Nice. So, so hey, it's for next week. So it's a busy, busy week for us. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Well, thanks everyone, and we will see you next week. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening, and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. 